second hour of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with Grant Whitaker filling in for Harmony today. Thanks for joining us. Hope you're having a great weekend. Yeah. We, we forgot to snow. say to people, too, if they have questions, they can call in. Yes, they can. That's what we, we're we here to tell you right now. You can call in at um, 6, uh, why am I blinking? 651 six, six, What is Whoa. going on? I'm uh, having like a senior <laughs> moment. Go ahead. Six five one six six four. four one. Uh-huh. Six four one one oh seven one. Oh my yeah. God. They I've know only, the listeners know that. I know that number better than my home number. I just really had a moment there. But maybe it's because I'm kind of a little bit absorbed, I have to tell you, in uh, my social media. If you've been online or I think pretty much anywhere today looking at what's going on in this country, it's happening everywhere. Celebrities in particular out in full force. But what I love about all the celebrities are out and I'm going to run through this list for you because entertainment tonight just posted this. Um, They're not dominating. They're not taking over. They're just marching with the students and letting the students voices be heard as they march in Washington, D.C., as they march in St. Paul. Um, I just saw a report on Twitter from the Star Tribune that there's an estimate of like 18,000 people that are out right now in St. Paul. Um, But in uh, Washington, D.C., here's just a few of the celebrities that have been spotted. Not not on stage, not demanding headlines, but just in the crowd. Um, uh, Paul McCartney Miley Cyrus, uh, George and Amal Clooney, uh, Taylor Swift gave money. Taylor Swift gave money. Oprah sent money. Uh, Miley Cyrus posted a picture of herself with some teenagers and just said surrounded by heroines. Lucky to be here at this moment in history. Um, Oh, George and Amal. Oh, my God. He's wearing like a suede jacket and a gray scarf and he looks amazing. And so does she. They are just so beautiful. Yeah, they're definitely a hubba hubba uh, company. Yes. Uh, Nick Offerman in his Parks and Recreation t-shirt. He's out there heading to the March for Our Lives. Um, of course, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt, Broadway uh, heroes, are out there. They're, I had been told they're going to be singing that song that we played for you earlier in the show. Um, Kim Kardashian West, she's there. She tweeted just a little while ago, so ready to march today, landed in D.C. with North and Kanye. We stand in solidarity with the survivors of gun violence and students who are calling for action on common sense gun safety laws at March for Our Lives all around the country. Is she wearing a sensible outfit? (laughs) She didn't post a picture of herself. She just tweeted. Yeah. Um, Madonna tweeted, it's our responsibility, our duty and our right to stand together with every student, every family, every human, every heart. Very nice. Um, Emma Watson. Ariana Grande. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lady Gaga tweeting pictures. Dwayne The Rock Johnson says, I'll always stand for open dialogue and action. It's the only way to ensure bad history doesn't repeat itself. When it comes to protecting our children, all bets are off and the responsibility lies with us adults and lawmakers to listen and do. Christian Siriano out. There's a big march in New York as well. Um, Chris Jenner. You know, needs to be in there saying something, doesn't she? Um, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, I'm so proud of these students who are using their voices to speak truth to power. So, wow. Yeah. Big, big, big day. And I think a day that is uh, going to really define a generation. I agree. I Really. 
Um, so that's that. We would love your questions to 651-641-1071. Boom. There it is. You got it. I put you on the spot. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. The, no, I mean, I know that number in my sleep. That was really weird. Anyway, uh, we welcome your calls. If you have questions, Grant is so good on the spot with like, I mean, he has like an encyclopedic memory of what is where in yes. what store. I could tell you what you were yesterday. I'm sure you could and you didn't even see me. Um, so please feel free to give us a call. And of course, you, if you can't call, you can always um, send us a little note by going to um, mytuck1071.com, clicking on the Shop Girls page. And on Twitter, um, click on at Alley Shops if you want to uh, if you want to ask a question there. We try to get to them all week long. Um, OK, Grant, while we are um, waiting for that, let's talk about a couple things that um, kind of grabbed the attention in local Uh, retail this week. This one was especially interesting to me to talk to you about because when we were on the um, stage together just last month at the Ready or Hot show, um, you had done some scouting for me and suggested I wear this pink lacy dress from Local Motion, which I frankly probably wouldn't have, you know, thought of. And I, I mean, it was great. I loved it. And that fur vest made it. Oh my God. And you were fur. like, or feather, feather. You were like all the rage on Instagram. It was, it was, a, I just, I felt good. It was Allie, such a fun Allie, you look amazing. Allie, you look great. Oh my, oh my God, God. That's such a great color Grant, on you. You did it. I mean, I don't, what do you think it was? What? I mean, it was just, because it was a total I, pink moment. Yeah. And I think the color was really great on you. Plus I think it was something different than you. Yeah. It was almost it was a like out, a Jackie my... Kennedy was going to the club. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. So then I thought of you this week because after that, and I was like, gosh, I just, you know, and it's from, and I was so excited that on top of feeling so good in it, it wasn't terribly expensive and it was from Local Motion, yeah. which is a store I love to support. Me too. They're closing. I know. It made me really sad. But, you know, the owner, Barb, you know, in hindsight, kind of looking at it, She's been in this business for a long time. 33 years. And that's not the beginning. I mean, 33 years as local motion. And before that, she was telling me that it was the warehouse um, district. No, no, no. It was called like the warehouse club because it was started. She really got introduced to the idea of retail. She was designing. Yeah. And she was saying back in what would that have been in the 80s? You know, she and many of her colleagues and friends, they all were in the warehouse district. That's where all the artists live. But, you know, the piece you were wearing, she designed as well. I know. I know. So so but she was designing back then. And the warehouse district was the place where all the fashion was happening in the Twin Cities. And so a group of designers did a collective. Yeah. Much like what, um, you know, showroom is today, which is so interesting. Um, Anyway. And so that was sort of the initial her initial, you know, kind of foray into retail. And then it turned into local motion. And she has been running that store in its same location on Hennepin for 33 years. Do you know what's so amazing, though, is when you posted that, the response to her and to the store and to the business was 
so sweet, so kind, so positive. It was really nice to see because yeah. that's always been my experience with her as well. I talked to Barb um, yesterday at Local Motion and she read me a letter and, and it, this was not planned out. I just, when I called her, she's like, I'm literally just sitting here sobbing over a letter that I received. And it was from a longtime customer who just said, you know, that like, she discovered local motions shortly after moving to the twin cities and that she would frequently stop in, you know, at the end of the day or when she was just kind of feeling blue and she'd find, you know, something that would be a pick me up. And then she would get invited to stay after hours and maybe have a glass of wine. Right. And that it was just kind of like her little, you know, it became a community yeah. for her. And I think there are lots of stories like that. And that's what a boutique can do that an Amazon can't do. Well, you know, it's funny. She's also the aunt to two twin girls mm -hmm. who have really great style. Yeah. And every time I would see them, they were like, yeah, we're dressed in locomotion. You know, Barb's our aunt. And it was like, I mean, they were like Instagram stars before Instagram was even popular. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So and and no controversy here. You know, Barb just she's um, she's in her 60s and she is a new grandma. And like many new grandmas, she's in love with her grandbaby and she wants to be able to spend some time. Absolutely. And retail is not very forgiving. And she said, you know, she has not, you know, her husband just went on a vacation without her because she had to run the store and she's just kind of ready for a little time. My question to her was, does anyone want to buy local motion? You know, I mean, is there, could yeah. she sell it instead of just closing it? She said she has gotten some calls. It's not you know, out of the question, but also, you know, it's a challenging time in Uptown. It you, is. I, I mean, agree with you. And she's anticipating, she said her decision ultimately to, she's going to be closing at the end of April. And that, that decision was really driven by, no pun intended, the road construction that is coming to Hennepin and is going to be a real bear, I think, it is. this summer. Yeah, I agree. All the way from the cemetery, like all the way up Hennepin. Yeah. I'm I don't know what. I'm really glad I'm not in that area right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Um, but anyway, so that was kind of a factor and parking gets harder and, you know, she's kind of on her own there. I mean, yes, there are other stores, but it isn't like she's, you know, and I said, did you ever think about moving the store? Did you ever think about taking it to 50th in France or the North Loop or Excelsior right. anywhere? And she said, yes and no. I mean, she didn't want to start over. It was kind of her spot. It worked for her. She knew it was a destination. She had her loyal shoppers and it worked. But it used to also be more of a, a go-to destination, mm -hmm. you know, and there were other stores like, I mean, there were like St. Sabrina's and things like that, you know, cool things. Yeah. And they yeah. just, it's not that time anymore. I just keep looking as I drive through Uptown at that former um, Victoria's Secret space yeah. on the corner. What is that going to be, you guys? What could go there? That was such a huge And that's space. such a critical corner. And yeah. it's just, I feel like whatever goes there, it's so important to shaping the next chapter. I agree. For, and did you see that that Gorin hat store finally closed? And I don't know how they held on as long well, as they did. Well, and so did like Heartbreaker. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything is closing in that area and yeah. it's too bad. John Fluvog on the corner. I keep thinking like, oh, are yeah. they going to be able to But then to there's a new target. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It's so, so interesting. All right. Well, if you have ideas, you know, all you know that all the commercial real estate people are listening to us. So you can yes, give them absolutely. some consulting advice. Uh, when we get back, Harmony's not here, but we do have some interesting tech stories for you. So stay tuned for that. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls live on My Talk 1071 on this uh cloudy but uh 
optimistically spring is coming sort of Saturday, maybe? Yeah. Is, is the snow out of the forecast now? I haven't oh. looked that far ahead because it's we're just not... probably a little bit snow, rain. Okay. All but... right. Well, we'll just not look at the forecast anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking I... it day by day. <laughs> I am not a meteorologist, clearly. I'm Allie Kaplan with Grant Whitaker. Thanks for being here, Grant. Thank you for having me. Um, well, an unexpected guest just dropped in really straight off the light rail from the Capitol. Um, I had suggested that they park here. Um, my my own child. He's got and, a voice for radio. And now, oh. and, and now turned activist, uh, Oscar. Hi. Hello. You, 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 you were um, you did have a parent with you. Yes, a, my a dad. different parent, right? <laughs> Why don't you tell you us? A, just tell us about your experience today. So, uh, I literally woke up, ate breakfast, and then we just got on the light rail over to the Capitol. And what was going and on? And it, it's just this huge, huge, huge amount of people all around the Capitol, and they sort of have a a bunch of kids that keep going up and doing speeches like they had a representative do a speech too Mm -hmm. so it's sort of just lots of people doing speeches uh just quick few minute long speeches but a lot of some teenagers were talking too right Oh, a lot lot of of students it was it was mostly students yeah i only saw one representative's but there, there were others there and how they do that's a that's not an easy thing to do to get they were all amazing yeah Mm -hmm. um so what was your how did it how did it feel to, to be part of that. It was empowering. There were just so many people all all protesting for the same cause. And just the sheer amount of people was astounding. Wow. So you were also, did you, you also participated in the, in the walkout as well, I right? did. At my school, I, I helped to organize the walkout. I wasn't involved in organizing uh, this protest, but in the walkout, I was more heavily involved. And why did you want to do that? I didn't tell you to do it. No, so it actually If I started, had, you probably wouldn't have done it, right? <laughs> it started a few years ago when I really wanted to like get involved in politics and stuff cuz I or just make a difference. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing things on the news and I was like, why can't I do that? So over the past few years like starting with my blog and now uh with the Parkland kids really starting it, it's it's been a nice way for kids that want to get involved. It's it's been a nice way for us to really get involved. Do you feel the blog is that is great.co if anyone wants to check it out and you've posted some of these things there, but do you feel like among your friends, like are your friends actually talking about issues, talking about things other than video games? Like do you feel like this is really inspiring your generation? Well, it depends. I mean, they're still talking about Fortnite more than gun control. Okay. But <laughs> fair enough. But there are uh, it's more than it was. Mm-hmm. There are kids like with the walkout, especially since that was during school. That's what kids were talking about when it was walkout day. Mm-hmm. The kids were co- talking about gun control. Hmm. Uh, so these protests really are making a difference. This protest, not so much because it wasn't directly in school. Yeah. But I feel like this one is uh, more like widespread and for adults, too. Like this was not just kids there were people of all ages there i mean when i was on my way here from the on the light rail yeah we saw in an elderly home all the all the uh seniors were coming out and they all had their signs because they couldn't make it all the way there because they were too old to move but they were still protesting wow when something like this happens how safe do you feel at school well i mean it's it depends because you can say like, oh, it makes you feel safer, but there haven't been like laws passed yet. So it's not an immediate effect at all. And when the walkout was happening and stuff, and even with this protest, 
uh, I heard some kids saying like, oh, I, I don't know if I want to go. I mean, what if somebody comes and shoots that up, which is a valid concern. Right. Uh, wow. So there were some kids that almost didn't do the walkout because they were afraid of getting shot there. Ugh. And when when I hear that, it just gives me even more reason to go. Yeah. So that uh, kids in the future won't have the same fears. Heartbreaking and inspiring all at once. Thanks, Absolutely. Oscar. Thanks Thank for checking you. in with us. All right. Um, we uh, It is the time in the show where normally we would be doing a tech report. Um, Harmony's not here, but we'll try to do her proud. She'll probably school us next week when I'm she gets sure. back. But there were a couple interesting stories. Grant, you found one um, uh, all about artificial intelligence, which I feel like is all the buzz right now. Well, and it's so amazing because, you know, we're always talking about what are the, you know, in, especially in the line of work that we do in your line of work, my line of work, we're always talking about what are the trend forecasts, what's coming up, how is it being inspired? Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to see that they, this technology, so this came from an interview that was done at the Shop Talk conference, which is something that happens in Las Vegas. It's a really big deal. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, from a company called Hiratech, and they have developed a software that now is basically being used as a trend forecasting system that's being derived from social media. So they're going through millions and millions and millions of images and deriving what's going to be the trend forecast for the next season. And companies like Louis Vuitton and Christian Dior have all kind of signed up for this. How do you feel about that? Well, you know, I mean, the thing is, typically, you know, our trends in the past sometimes come from pop culture. They mm -hmm. come from, you know, history. They come from what's going on in the world. So I think it's kind of a smart way of doing it. It's kind of like we have machines that can count all the pennies now, so Absolutely. we don't have to. So it's just sort of like they're doing some of the work for us, well, and assembling might, all the pictures. Well, and we talk so much about how like fashion is this reoccurrence. It's this reemergence of things that we've already seen. It may actually lead to something new and something different. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I'm not ready to, to replace human trend forecasters or no. buyers or anything yet, but or humans in general. But um, but it's cool. It's it's interesting. Well, and this is like an integrated system, I think, to help with the knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another story just this week. So much about artificial intelligence and especially in retail. I just feel like it's a place where you're seeing a lot of things being tried, probably because. There's maybe a lot of desperation yeah. in retail, but just, yeah. you know, trying to see what will stick. A lot of companies trying to um, replace human concierges or customer service with artificial intelligence or enhance it so that you could get help around the clock right. um, and feel like you're having an actual conversation on a website for like North Face or other brands with with a AI bot that can actually answer your questions. Um, I've tested a few of them with mixed results, okay. but um, story for from Elle magazine about three ways AI is going to change our lives this year. You ready for it? I'm ready. Um, okay. So the first one is um, it's going to change the way we interact with our devices. So hmm. what, what does that, that mean? What does that mean? Okay. Machine learning and AI make smartphones quick, intelligent, and adaptive, as well as able to understand and respond to real-world situations instantaneously. Hmm. But how does that... So things like translating a text, even offline, and extending battery life by automatically closing applications. So your battery's about to die. You don't have to go in and close everything. Your phone knows without you touching it that your battery is going to die and it 
closes the things you need to keep well, it going. Well, that's okay. Kind of cool, kind of weird, but you know, we'll probably appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Alexa is about to get even more personal. Oh, Alexa, we're not really good friends. Yeah. But, um, she got a big mouth. She does. <laughs> um, but again, it's more about predicting, kind of noticing your patterns and predicting it like when you're going to, um, when you need sleep. When you're stressed out, making right. adjustments in your environment, making it hotter, colder, dimmer, lighter to try to predict your Seems mood a little and judgmental. Needs. Little freaky. Don't yeah. Um, and then on shopping platforms like Stitch Fix. So they're going to use AI in actual development of products like, um, you know, kind of, again, predicting like you were suggesting, yeah. Grant what you're looking for. So the whole beauty of Stitch Fix has been that you have a relationship with a virtual stylist, but it's an actual person. Yeah. Now using artificial intelligence to figure out what you're going to want to buy, that anything camouflage should go in your basket. Right. Or so it on. would go in my basket. <laughs> we know it would. Yes. We know it would. So kind of creepy, kind of cool, but that's what's coming. Um, when we get back some t-shirt hacks and uh, great ways to sell your clothes online. Yes. We'll have that and more next on Shop Girls. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. Grant Whitaker is filling in for the Harmony today. Yes. Thank you for being here, Grant. Is she out suntanning somewhere? Um, you know, she's not much for that, but she is, uh, yeah, she's doing a little vacation. No bikini this time around. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm glad you mentioned that. Oh. I have to say, it has been a while, I would guess, oh, maybe four years since I have ventured to buy a new swimsuit because it is just such a painful unpleasant, depressing process. This is not something that you can relate to, Grant, I know, but what about you can... With, with that rockin' body, what are you talking about? Oh, stop. I Thank you. But yeah, no. I mean, I... And I have to tell you, and let me just make absolutely clear that I <laughs> nobody pays me a dime. I mean, I went into Nani Nalu last Sunday. I didn't have an appointment. It was a 15-minute wait for a fitting room, but they did get me in, and it was just magical. Oh, good. It was like, I mean, seriously, I've tried on suits in a few other places. I just decided that I was going to wear a parka this this year, okay. this spring. I had just said, I'm done. I'm okay. just done. And also, like, why can't they make the mirrors angled a little better? Why couldn't they do the lighting a little better? Something. Help right. me, people. Help right. me. And then you go into Nani Nalu and... You know, I first just started on my own picking a few suits and I found and the very first one I tried on actually fit. And I was like, OK, this is good. And then the and I'm not big on asking for help, but yeah. the quote unquote, you know, fit consultant came in and I explained to her like what I like, what I don't like. And she's like, let me just show you one thing. And she brought this suit. And of course it was the one. It, it so was good, like and, and, I, and I hadn't seen it on the shelf. I probably wouldn't have picked it out. And I was just like amazing and the, i mean you know the sizes and they're they just they know they are so good at what they do i can't really wait are. to see the instagram post oh i'm not pulled there will not be <laughs> any any um picture but you know what that reminds me actually because that i will say that is one of the few places where getting help is nice generally do you like to be helped when you're shopping or do you want to be left alone I like to, you know what it is? I like to know that someone cares enough to ask me if I need help. Okay. 
Right. Right. You want to know that they're available. Well, because, yeah, you want to know that if you have a question, someone's around. It's I think it's just nice customer service. It yeah. makes you feel welcome. What about you, Hope? Do you want help or no help? I rather um, take my own like time to kind of look around first. Yeah. And then it'd be like one thing. But when it's like right away when you walk in, it's like, well, give me a moment. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Give me a beat. Yep. <laughs> don't start asking me if I have weekend plans. We right. don't need to be exactly. best friends. Well, Hope, you are right in line with a new survey conducted by HRC <laughs> Retail Advisory. They surveyed 2,900 people in North America and found overwhelmingly 90 percent, 95%, you guys, 95% of those surveyed said they want to be left alone while shopping. I know. That was interesting. That read was really, <laughs> That's really interesting. high. I was shocked that it was that high. Yeah, I was And too. I'm a little fearful for the future of humanity that like nobody wants <laughs> to talk to anybody. Like now and then it's okay to get a little help, right? Oh, definitely. But basically people said, you know, they just want to be able to look. They don't want to be confronted. They don't like the chipperness of the, you know, that sort of like <laughs> false sense of friendliness. Right. They just, they feel like it's a lie and yeah. it only makes them more irritated <laughs> and they just, they get annoyed if it's the wrong question or if you're, you know, the needs are misinterpreted that like it's it's better to just not ask. Um, 85 percent of those surveyed said they'd rather check prices at a scanner than ask a human being. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, and only 17 percent thought that tech enhanced dressing rooms were useful. Hmm. So Neiman Marcus has done this. Rebecca Minkoff. These yeah. are, you know, plate where you can go in and like virtually, you know, kind of see yourself in different settings or just using technology. Isn't that interesting that people don't want to be helped. They'd rather have a scanner. But yet they also call, you know, bunk on technology fueled fitting rooms. Well, I mean, because I think there's certain degrees. I mean, I think the the one thing I love is when I'm going to go shopping and especially for clothing. I just want to know that it's like it's folded and it's not like the rack is not a big mess and things like that. I want to see things. Mm -hmm. I was in a store once and, and I remember asking the woman who had so neatly folded the sweaters if I could have a particular size. And she turned to me and said, it's self-service. Oh. Well, Whoa. I had a little field day in the sweaters. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. It's self-service? I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. That's just, even if it is, that is not, not <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. And then on the flip side, you go to Target these days, and they're like more helpful than ever. Totally. And I, and I find it so jarring when someone at Target comes up to me and is like, are you finding everything? I'm like, well, I, I didn't do anything. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah I mean, especially in like the makeup like section. Yes. I feel like they're really like really attentive yeah. and like helpful. Well, mm -hmm. they've done such a like an upscale in their yeah. beauty like department. I mean, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Making changes. So anyway, interesting survey. Um, all right. Meanwhile, I wanted to bring this story to you, Grant, because you are so clever with repurposing things and yes. zhuzhing up a piece that you find <laughs> at a vintage store. So this is six ways to turn old T-shirts into accessories you'll actually wear. Um, tell me what you think about these. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm go. ready. All right. Number one, make a cute headband. How do you feel about I, that? I, I think that's kind of appropriate. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a cute idea. The one in the picture, and we'll post a link at the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. Um, just kind of folding over the material. I think it helps if it's like a cute pattern. The one that this girl in the picture is wearing was like a white with yellow polka dots. Yeah. But just turning it into a, you know, rolled and folded uh, headband. Yeah. Okay, how about... A necklace. I feel like this requires some skills. It to does. Because, I, I mean, this this necklace in the picture does not look amateur. Well, the article talks about the fact that you've got to go out and get some components. Yeah. You might want to, you've got to go to the crafting store. Yes, go you to do. to Michael's, you know. But instead of yarn or thread, it's taking gold rings and a chain and then actually like braiding or weaving your old t-shirt material with gold I chains. Actually, it looks good. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does. And if you had the time and the DIY inclination, you could totally do this and it wouldn't have to. We're going to have a crafting party with t-shirt jewelry making next t-shirt crafting party. There you go. That would be very fun, actually. That would be fun. And who doesn't have, and I'm just, I have such guilt because I have t-shirts that I, and I don't want to just waste them and I don't need any more rags, but I just don't know what to do with them all. You could host that in that really cool room at your house. Okay. You know, the one with the orange Wait, you mean, in it like, with for the everybody white. Yeah, just for us or what do you mean? <laughs> okay. Yes, we should do that. Um, all right. Make a workout headband. Seems kind of similar to the. Air one. It's sort of. It's, that, that it's a little like. Olivia Newton John from the eighties. Yeah, a little bit. They're big on hair here on the Huff Post uh, <laughs> with the T-shirt accessories. Um, a braided hair tie. Oh, a different different spin on kind of the same thing. Um, <clears throat> this one's kind of cool though. How about taking two T-shirts, sewing them together to make a braided scarf? Yeah, and the one pictured with like the gray and like the yellow. I think that looks really cool. It I does. mean, it does. It looks really nice. And t-shirts are the nice, you know, soft yeah. material. I think I like that. I, I like agree. that a lot. Okay. Um, now, Grant, tell me how you like Britney Spears' new campaign. Well, it's funny because when we were talking about that, there was a lot of controversy this week around the fact that people were saying that it didn't look like her. So Britney Spears, let's give a little backstory here. Um, she is the new face of the fashion brand Kenzo. Yes. So she is modeling the Kenzo collection and um, talking about how she defines mom fashion, quote unquote. Um, but the look is not mom fashion. Not at all. I Not mean, at all. Like, could you see yourself wearing like a pair of like thigh high s- socks? Oh yes, I oh, on Thursdays. Mama's here to pick you <laughs> up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, turning heads at the I mean, it school. Really, it was like drop it, off. It's interesting because I mean they must have thought of her in in retrospect to the fact that she is like this on stage, and then they kind of added mom-like patterns and elements. It looks like she stepped right off the stage and said, I'm going to wear my thigh-high socks home, but then I'll do a little floral (laughs) shirt and a little crop jacket. I mean, it's not like the stuff is not cute, but it's so not what the... It is not real at all. First of all, also, it doesn't even... I don't know if I would have realized it was her. See, that's what I was saying. They were talking about the fact that it looks like she... First of all, they said... like a Barbie. Well, they said she looks a lot like Jessica Simpson. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but it is. Are we sure this is Britney? This is actually Britney in these pictures? Yeah. It's not just a look inspired by her. She's wearing a hat, a baseball hat in every picture. And either it's a crop top or a missing pant or I mean, this is 
I, I don't get it. I well, don't. I don't get the correlation between Britney and this collection. Well, and the thing is, you know, Kenzo has a more detailed line. This is called their La Collection mm-hmm. that they have. I like so, the way you said that. Thank you. Uh huh. It's a tribute to. Kenzo from the 80s. Yes. It's supposed to be kind of a throwback. But it doesn't look 80s. No, it really doesn't. But it, it there is a floral suit. There is like a floral suit. Yeah, told you. I know you. you like a floral suit. I do, but that this one's got a little bit more cropped up to it. It sure does. Yeah, this is not my floral suit. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for Britney getting the business, but... Um, Britney Spears said, it's very youthful. We had fun on set, even though it was a bit weird for me at first. I'm used to shooting in a studio or small space, and this was out on the street. We were out there, and I had really promiscuous clothes on, which felt odd. But of course, on film, it turned out to be really cool. And they are, I mean, this is like, (laughs) oh, Britney. Mom meets promiscuous clothing. It's interesting. Oh, funny. Well, yeah. I mean, she looks good. It, I it, I have a hard time believing that this is not heavily, heavily yeah. airbrushed and photoshopped. Not that she doesn't look good, but it's just it just looks kind of there's something a little plasticky and about very the forced. pictures. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. We'll post a link on the Shop Girls page at mytalk1071.com. Uh, when we get back, a couple more stories for you. And then, of course, we'll wrap it up with some steals and deals. That's still ahead on Shop Girls. Oh, Justin, we know, we know. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with Grant Whitaker. Grant, I was just dying last night when I was reading this story and then I sent it to you. How do we get bumped off a plane this weekend and then get a $10,000 travel voucher? This actually happened this week. Well, and it started because, you know, no one wanted to give up their seat. Right, which is a common problem yes. and really don't have a ton of sympathy for the airlines for this. It turned out that on this particular flight, this was a United flight. It hand it happened just this week. Um, saw the story yesterday. Uh, there was a broken seat. Yes. So then they ended up being one seat short. They offered, they started out offering, what, $200. And then they bumped it up. And to, it went to 1000 Went up to 1000 which I'm already feeling like I'd probably get off the yeah, plane. Yeah, me too for a thousand um and then finally if no one gets off and obviously united is quite sensitive to this they've had a few issues yes uh they were united is the one where the man was horribly pulled off and it's i think they're still kind of reeling and then from the dog the, just oh, the in the dog, last couple of right. weeks in the yes. overhead compartment yeah they've had pr thing after pr thing yeah. so um so what happens is if nobody gets off then they go to who pay i did not know this but apparently it's who paid the least for the seat. Yes. And a a young woman who was not yet in her seat was stopped from getting on. She wasn't yanked off. She was told, sorry, you're out of luck. And she kind of started negotiating. She did. And good for her. They wanted to give her $2,000 in in travel credit and she wanted cash, which I'm sorry. I didn't even know that was an option. I don't think I ever would have asked for that. I think that's pretty amazing. Good to know. She right. asked for cash and she was young, right? I mean, like early 20s. I think she was on her way to a bachelorette party in Texas. Um, she said no to to the $2,000 and United Airlines gave her 10 
$1,000 in travel vouchers. Well, because they weren't willing to give her the cash. Right. So then they bumped it up. And then not only that, then they gave her a $10 meal voucher. I love that. I love that. And that on top of the 10000 the, yeah. They got her into their like primo lounge. Yeah. You know? I was just dying. I couldn't believe it. But but I do. You raised a good point, Grant. You, being the skeptic, said, I wonder if this was all kind of staged to give them a good news story. What do you think? Well, because they've had such Did we just play press. right into United's I plan? I think we did. But, you know, and it's... <laughs> I don't care. I'm just, it's so... Wow. It is I was wow. just so surprised yeah. when I saw this. Because all of a sudden, if you think you can get a $10,000 voucher, you might be more willing to book United. I don't know. But, I mean, I, I in a way... I feel like they could just be opening a huge can of worms for themselves here because now nobody's going to settle for the $200 yeah. or the $1,000. We want cash. We want cash. Yeah, no kidding. And I don't blame them. Unbelievable. That's a crazy, crazy story this week. That was I saw that uh, just, just headline last night. On the same point, it wasn't her fault. I mean, it wasn't oh, her fault that they were having seat issues. Not at all. Yeah. So, and, and it's a new thing that United has made that possible. I mean, so it's hard to know. The story made it seem like the people at the eight, at the, um, at the gate just made this decision that it wasn't like coming from up above from corporate saying somebody needs to win a $10,000 voucher to make right. us look good. Um, but it, but it is new that they're allowed to go up that high now for more negotiating power when they get into these situations. Speaking of negotiating, um, Real quick, tip tips for selling your clothes online. I know you're good at this, yes. Grant. Um, so I'm curious what you thought, and we'll post this sh- this story on the Shop Girls page so you can check it out this week. But um, it's things you would probably expect in the age of Instagram, but it probably good reminders. Take a great photo. Totally. It's all about the photo. It is, absolutely. But also, don't skimp on the details. Like, play it up. Make it sound compelling. Write a description. Those descriptions make a difference. Um, sharing is caring. Be social about it. Put it on social. You don't want to be annoying either. Your friends don't want to see, like, every pair of jeans and jacket that you're buying, right? Um, putting in keywords like top-selling brands. I was just going to say that. It's also, like, think of search engines. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what are people going to be searching for? Right. Right. Good good thinking. Um, and then also, finally, just be patient. Like, don't don't assume that it's going to sell immediately. Don't give up if it doesn't. Like, let it let it breathe a little bit. Give it a little time and wait for it. And another key tip is believe in your item. <laughs> no, and I mean that because all of a sudden if you title it like black slacks, <laughs> yeah, you know, nobody's buying. It's like you could it, it, high fashion, wonderful blah, 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 yeah. you you get great hits on it. And then if you take a nice photo and it coincides with what you're saying, boom, you got your sell. Yeah. Think merchandising. Okay. I love it, Grant. Where do you, do you sell online? Um, I know you buy, but I, you do know, you sell? I have to, yeah, I, I actually sell on eBay. Do you? Because I feel like it's easy. They have a system. I can throw it in a little box and mm-hmm. get it out there. And then locally I can Good sign a go. lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's do a couple of quick steals and deals. Speaking of consigning. Well, 
I'd like to hightail it over to St. Paul. Stephanie's is having a dress sale just this weekend, and it's 20% off. So if you have an event coming up this spring, great time to get in. They always have such good dresses They there. really do have great, great dresses. Yeah, so go check that out. Um, at the Mall of America, Nickelodeon Kids, uh, it's the kid, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards, and they're having a viewing party. Um, that is happening tonight, so that might be a fun thing to do if you don't have a sitter and you're going out with the kids. Um, they're going to supposed to be performances. There will be slime making. Oh, yes. So dress for that. Um, you know what else is happening today? I can't believe it's time already, but it's the Lower Town Pop Minnesota Makers Market. Oh, fun. That's today. Okay. And it goes until four o'clock. 50 local artisans and craftspeople. Um, it's at Union Depot, also in St. Paul. So you could swing by Stephanie's and then go right they over. They get a good crowd there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of local makers, um, everything from bakers to craftspeople to artisans. And this is the other thing. It's $8, or I'm sorry, $10 at the door. And um, the admission price it goes to a nonprofit. 50% of it goes to a nonprofit. Um, Walk, Talk, con- uh, Connect is the name. Um, raise awareness for rare brain and spinal cord tumors. And then the other 50% goes to one of the makers I think that's to help amazing. them expand their their business, there's grow a lot of, their local empire. And there's a lot of fun stuff there. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of fun things to do today. Look for the links on the Shop Girls page to get more. Grant, thanks so much for being Thank here. Thank you. Again, yeah. we appreciate it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care.